Welcome to Insights into Teens, a podcast series exploring the issues and challenges of today's youth. Your hosts are Joseph and Madison Whalen, a father and daughter team making their way through the challenges of the teenage years. Welcome to Insights into Teens. This is episode nine, School Drama. I'm your host, Joseph Whalen, and my co-host, Madison Whalen. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today, Madison? Doing pretty good. Anything uh, exciting happen this week for you? Well, other than like stuff that normally happens at school, pretty normal week. Well, you did have a field trip this week, didn't you? Yeah. Where'd you go for that? I went to the Penn Museum. Interesting. Did you enjoy it? Well, I thought it was going to be awful. It wasn't really that awful, so... That's good. That's a positive note. I guess so. So today we are going to be talking about uh, high school drama. We will define what high school drama is, loosely, kind of. Uh, It is a uh, definition that comes from the Urban Dictionary, which is... Not necessarily, uh, you know, the the biggest source of information out there, the most accurate. Yeah. Uh, but it's the only one that I could really find for this this type of thing. Okay. We'll then talk about the ten most common things that teenagers uh, face primarily at school. I think you'll find that many of these uh, we've actually talked about already on the podcast. Yeah. Um, then we will discuss some typical types of drama okay and uh for some of those we do have some uh some answers to solve some of that drama okay and uh then we'll finish up with your final thoughts on things all righty so let's get right into it so the urban dictionary defines high school drama as the drama between people at high school, which people seem to create around themselves just to have a bit of action in their lives. High school drama is a phrase used to ridicule this this, mindset in teens. So let me ask you, first off, do you experience high school drama in school? Well, it's not really big drama if I ever have it. I mean... I do have fights with my friends occasionally, but it hasn't happened for a while now, so... Yeah, nothing really goes on with my friends anymore. We don't have that kind of drama anymore. Um, Between classmates, there really is no drama other than, well, I'm... I feel like I'm invisible. I could understand that. Uh, And that's actually one of the things that you will find that we're going to talk about shortly that could be one of the factors of high school drama. Okay. So let's talk briefly about the 10 most common issues that teenagers face today. Now, the premise of this is that it all happens in high school. Okay. So they suffer from negative body image. Do you find that you or kids that you know suffer from negative body image? Well, I haven't really seen anyone really act as though they care about ha- about 
looking different. I mean, I know I've never really felt that way. I mean, I just know I'm just me, and I really don't want to change anything. I feel as though I'm okay just the way I am. And I think what you'll find is as the kids get older and they start to advance more through puberty, that this is going to become more and more of an issue. Yeah. Uh, especially as kids reach the dating age. Oh, uh, yeah. That's and definitely. All of that stuff gets much more complicated at that point. Yeah, I can definitely see that. <clears throat> the other thing that they have on here, number two on the list, is uh, a longing to belong to supportive and accepting communities beyond their family. And we talked briefly about this the other day, um, where you know, kids want to be a part of you know, what we used to call the in crowd, the popular kids or, mm-hmm. you know, the kids that, uh, you know, every every group has their own clique of kids. Do you find, you, you mentioned already that you, you feel left out. Do you see these groups existing, these, these in crowds that you want to be a part of? Well, I do see the groups, but I don't really feel as though I want to be a part of them. But even though... I do um, wish to be sort of like them and actually have friends in my class. I really don't get along with many of the people in my class, and I just go with the friends that I have in aftercare and my neighbors and stuff like that. But let me ask you real quick. You say you don't get along with the kids in class. Is it that you don't get along with them or they don't get along with you? Well, I guess both. A little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know I'm independent. You know how I can be when I want to be independent. Yes, you can be very independent. And honestly, whenever we had to do group projects, I always hated it because I had to... I just, I don't know, I just didn't really want to work with them. And I'm pretty sure they wanted to work with their friends, which is always... Which is another reason why they probably never really pick me and I prefer to do it independently. And I think one of the reasons why I prefer to do it independently is because no one else would really want me in their group, which is why I just get used to doing things independently, and I'm totally okay with it. And I think you're going to see that change as you get into the higher grades, too. Mm -hmm. So the next thing on the top ten list here was they experience stress and difficulty prioritizing and managing their time. Now, I know you've had some issues with time management when it comes to projects and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, is that generally a point of stress for you? Sometimes, yeah, because I would want to worry about the project more than I wanted to worry about the rest of what I was doing. So. Okay. Uh, so the next thing they have is they feel lots of pressure from peers, parents, and society to conform to conflicting expectations. You feel any of that? Um, well, I feel as though the teachers are going to try and pressure us. And especially when I get into middle school and they have very high expectations. And I thought, like, the expectations for sixth grade were were high. I just can't imagine middle school. And, and it's funny you mention that because from the stories you tell me, it does sound like the teachers seem to be applying more pressure. And to a certain extent, that's their job, but it needs to be pressure with an end goal. It's, it's pressure to prepare you for what you're going to run into. 
And sometimes it almost seems like it's pressure, <clears throat> pressure just to scare you, which mm-hmm. I don't see where the constructive part of that is. Yeah. Uh, they are at risk of mental and physical health issues. <clears throat> now, for mental issues here, I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about things like uh, depression and, and stuff like that, which we've talked about. I mean, you. I think we, we've been able to safely conclude that you're not suffering from depression at this point in time. That's good. Um, you're suffering from stress and fatigue. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, is very common in, in teenagers. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, the next one is a lack of good mentors, role models, and heroes. Now, total disclosure here, we've tried on two separate occasions to do a podcast on... Uh, role models, and we haven't been able to get it off the ground. Um, and it's mainly because there hasn't been really a role model deficiency for you. Um, but when it comes to mentors and heroes, do you have a mentor that you look up to? Well, I look up to my past teachers and um, my current teachers, I look up to both you and mommy. I mean, who wouldn't? What teen wouldn't really look up to their parents unless, well, you, their parents made bad decisions? No, yeah. Um, and, uh, I guess older people I know. Okay, that's, I think that's certainly fair. Uh, they're tempted to begin unhealthy patterns with drugs and alcohol. Uh, has there been any temptation for any of that stuff for you in school? No, actually, I try to avoid it. Good for you. I know you get very upset if mommy has a glass of wine. You think she's, you know... Gonna get drunk. Gonna get drunk, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm staying away from all that stuff. And, you know, alcohol when you're an adult in moderation is perfectly fine, but... You know, anything in moderation generally is fine. Not drugs, though. I mean, if it's an illegal drug, it's an illegal drug. Um, Exposure to on-screen violence and unhealthy social media. What do you think about that? Like when someone um, gives out a mean comment and you're basically bullied online a bunch of times and yet you haven't really thought of doing anything about it. Yeah, I mean, social media itself, I mean, to me, social media is a cesspool. It's, it's nothing but people trying to attack other people and, and insult other people and stuff. So I try to avoid it um, like the plague myself. But I, I'm, I was more concerned with on-screen violence, whether it's TV, movies, video games, that, that type of thing. You mean what kind like- of exposure do you have to that? Well, I mean, the only violent video game I played was Call of Duty. That's pretty violent. Yeah, but I don't really play it that often anymore. I haven't really played it in a while. I mainly stick to Minecraft and um, watching, like, YouTube videos. Okay. Like well, that's, that's... cats and cartoons. That's pretty tame. Uh, the next two things here, the first one they have is bullying, which we've talked about already in a previous podcast. Yeah. Uh, and the other is they may participate in risky sexual activity and behavior. Um, have you had any kind of exposure to anyone trying to make any kind of advances like that towards you? Honestly, no. Um, 
I'm pretty sure that no one really, no one actually really wants to do that with me, which is why I prefer to live my life on my own, and I'm fine with just being single. Okay. Um, as your father, I am perfectly fine with that myself, too. You have plenty of time for that in your life later on. Yeah. You don't need to be introducing that stuff at this point in time. So that's our top 10, and those top 10 lead us to types of social drama. So that will be our next subject that we talk about. So the first type of social drama that we're gonna talk about is social anxiety. That's defined as uh, social anxiety is the fear of being judged and evaluated negatively by other people, leading to feelings of inadequacy, inferiority, self-consciousness, embarrassment, humiliation, and depression. So a couple of the symptoms or a couple of the causes of social anxiety is the fear of being judged. Do you, are, do you feel judged? Let me ask you that first of all. Yes. And under what circumstances? Mainly whenever there's um, a sport that we do. Okay. Just recently I had gym yesterday and I kept trying to throw the ball towards the per person on my team to catch it, but all, every time I did I missed. And the other team always got the ball, so... And that kind of made me feel a bit sad because I thought people were judging me on how why I don't really have that good of a throw and I'm not very that af athletic. Now, are they were they making fun of you openly or criticizing you? No. You I'm... just felt self-conscious as a result. Yeah. Understood. Uh, the other is a fear of looking stupid. Now, they don't really give details on this, but I know I look stupid if I'm in... Um, a group of people and I try to make a joke and the joke falls flat and nobody laughs at it I tend to feel stupid or if I don't know the answer to something that I should know the answer to um, do you have situations where you experience this well whenever we have to do our spelling pretest I always like get most of them wrong even though I just saw the words and sometimes I'm like are these words even real words? I, I don't, I've never heard this word before. What is this? Help me, help me, help me. <laughs> and the worst part is that people actually grade, that another person actually grades on how you spelt it. And every time I get a lot wrong, I just feel like I'm stupid. Oh, see, now that's, that's terrible when you've got one of your classmates that are grading you in a situation like that. I also feel stupid whenever we have to grade each other's math, math quizzes or tests because we also do that which I hate. Well and the thing is sometimes just that fear of somebody else grading you can cause anxiety and, and, and influence how you answer those questions because you're under pressure. That's a bad thing. You're going to see that drop off the further you get into school too. I can promise you that much. What that is is that's a lazy teacher is, is what that is. That's the teacher's job to grade your papers. Well, well, she um she doesn't always do it, but like with the pretest, we always have to do it. I mean, she's not being lazy. It's just like I mean, I have to give my ELA teacher some credit because she has lots of essays to grade with two different classes. It's her job, though. I know. 
but like you know my job's hard to do too but if i don't do my i, I can't make somebody know, else do my job i know but she doesn't it's not like she is meant to grade it she mainly does it with the kids just um just like because the ki she can trust the kids and but that's my point. Is it's her job to grade the test. No, Just it's like not actually a test. Like with the spelling thing, it's not pre-test. It's not a test. Okay. It's just like you're in. It's like when mm. you're doing your story, you're just introduced to it, and like you learn the spelling words that you're going to have be be quizzed on, and then um yeah, you. Okay. Well, I won't. I won't harp on the teacher then. And but with my math teacher, she mainly grades it, but sometimes she would allow us to grade it. I have no idea why. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on here. There's a couple other things there, but we're not gonna have time to talk about all of those, unfortunately. Okay. So the next thing that we have here is drama with peers. <clears throat> Teens tend to have mood swings, as we already know. Yep. And hormonal fluctuations, which we already know. Yes. In addition to these obstacles, teens are also finding out who they are and searching for their place in the world. All of these factors together can lead to fallout with friends, romantic breakups, and other types of peer-related dramas. So, we know that you have mood swings. Yes. How, how much of a negative impact has those mood swings had on your relationships with your friends? Well, it's mainly because of my mood swings that um, I have fights with my friends. Um, it's usually happened in the morning whenever I had fights. And I would just get angry at my friends, get angry at them for something stupid. They'd be angry at me. We'd stop talking for the rest of the day. But then, like, by the end of the day, we'd make up. All right. So it seems like it hasn't been a huge problem. But being aware of the fact that it happens, um, I think, is the important thing. Yeah. And there was only one time where I think it lasted a week. It didn't last very long, but we made up afterwards. Okay. So the next thing we have is appearance. Um, says this probably features as the number one problem on every teenage girl's problem list, although it doesn't sound like it's pr particularly high on your list. This is the time when her body is constantly changing and she has to cope with it. So obviously you're going through those changes that teenagers go through now. Do you find that you're encountering difficulty at school as a result of those changes? Because of how I look. <clears throat> how you look, how your body functions, how puberty is affecting your body. Well, there's no real problem with my body other than the fact that whenever I have my period, I always have to go to the bathroom and I sometimes miss a few things, but I always catch up with it. Mm-hmm. So that's not causing any kind of impact at school or anything? No, not really. Well, that's good. You're very lucky. Mm -hmm. The next one that we have is one that is particularly sensitive to your father, and that is dating. Now, you're not dating yet, are you? No, of course not. Teenage already comes with a lot of problems and challenges. The sudden increased flow of sex hormones inside the body makes it even worse. You might find your girl 
failing for falling for her first crush and vulnerable to romantic liaisons. A lot of teenage girls experience healthy crushes and early age love too. However, peer pressure, changing times, and the advancement of media has sort of associated sex to such teenage romantic relationships. This makes your teenage girl feel that sex is but natural, is both natural in romantic relationships even at an early stage. Also, this is an extremely confusing time for her. So you're not dating right now. No. Uh, there will come a time in the not-too-distant future where this will become a reality. Uh, I, I will have to come to terms with it then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will have to deal with it then. Um, but just a couple of things before that point that they make here is that <clears throat> it's perfectly all right to say no to sex. What's going to happen is when you become involved with someone else, there's going to be some undertone eventually of, you know, some type of physical intimacy. Um, and you should not feel pressured into that. Uh, when you are ready for it and you feel that you're ready for it, that's when it's okay. Uh, and you should not let someone else tell you when you're ready for that. That's to me, is the most important thing. There will be a lot more on sex education as you go through high school and your health class and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Mommy and Daddy will talk to you more about this subject in the future as well. But, you know, it's your body. It's your choice. You get to make the decisions. That's the important thing. Yeah, that's basically how I do my, I don't know what to say. No, and, and it's I, I totally understand. It's it's not the easiest topic to discuss. Mm -hmm. uh, believe me, it's difficult for me too. Yeah. But. Well, you don't have to worry now. I definitely don't want a boyfriend, and I definitely don't want to try and create a child. I mean, I would love to bring another another life into the world, but just not exactly plenty of time for the that. way I want. There's plenty of time for that. Yeah. So the next thing that we have is uh, friendship. <clears throat> Teenage makes every relationship seem complex. Even the beautiful bond of friendships often make, meets shaky grounds. This is because as a teenager, your child is developing social skills. Your daughter might love her best friend one moment and might pick an ugly fight the next. Um, and you've had some fights with your friends. You don't you don't have a lot of friends, but I think the friends that you have, you've had for some time now, haven't you? Well, yes. How long have you had your longest friend? Um, I'd say about five years. Five years. That's you know, for for being twelve years old, that's almost half your lifetime there. Almost. So I think they're the kind of bonds that that will last for a long time. You know, when when I was your age. Uh, I had met my best friend when I was five years old, and he and I remained friends all through high school. And, you know, we don't see each other as much today as we used to. Uh, that's largely because we don't live near each other, but we're still friends. Yeah. <clears throat> so peer pressure is our next topic to discuss. Um, 
Peer pressure forces teenage girls to have a, to behave a certain way that gives them a sense of belongingness. And this is where, where you know, the tone of caution comes in. You know, we've already established that there's a desire to belong, you know, in teenagers. Peer pressure affords that belongingness. The problem with peer pressure is by giving in to peer pressure, um, you feel one with your peers and it even leads you to take up habits that otherwise aren't supposed to, you aren't supposed to, or aren't interested in. So the pressures of peer pressure are, here, come with us, do what we do, and you'll fit in, but what we do isn't necessarily the right thing. So it's a cautionary tale of, be careful how much you wanna be a part of something, because it could change you, it could make you change. Have you ever experienced peer pressure with any groups in school? Well, no, no one really bothers me, and they've certainly never said to do something that could potentially be dangerous for me to join their group. Even if they said that, I would definitely not do it. I knew, I know that for a fact. I would say no immediately and walk away. Okay, very good. So the next one, and the last one that we have on our discussion list here, is education. This is a time when your teenage girl has to constantly prove her mettle by scoring high, doing well in exams, and on other educational fronts. This creates immense pressure on your young girl and leads to stress and undue pressure. You feel a lot of pressure for academic achievement? No, not really. I mean, well, I do try to do my best, which sometimes pushes me harder than I really need to go. But other than that, but it only happens a few times. Other than that, I'm pretty sure I don't really face too much pressure with having to get straight A's. So, I'm, you I mean, you recognize the success that you have with your straight A's, though. Yes, I recognize it. Now, let me ask you this: Do you think that success comes easily for you, or are you going out of your way? and working extra hard in order to achieve that level of success? Well, when I was younger, it wasn't really that big of a problem. I think I was um, at my normal speed and such, but like now I've been go now that I'm going through a bunch of stress, I feel as though I'm pushing a little harder than I have when I was younger, but it's still not a, but it's still not a big problem for me other than like how I feel about it. Well, it's not like a bad feeling. It's just I feel as though I'm pushing a little harder than I have when I was younger. Okay, that's fair. And I think what you'll find is as you get through your high school career and further along in education, it's going to get progressively more difficult. And that's that's intended. You know, you can't keep running at the same speed and expect to get faster. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea is to ramp the, the pressure up, ramp the assignments up. You learn how to handle the assignments better. Mm-hmm. You learn more from it, and you eventually build on all those things that you learn by the time you get to college and you're able to deal with college. So that was all that we had on our discussion front today. So I turn the mic over to you and uh, ask you if you have any final closing remarks for our audience. 
Alright, so if you're a teenage girl like me, having to go through stress and other things that might even be worse, and if you're just another teen, uh, a boy who's a teenager also going through this, then I would say to be proud of yourself. Find something positive and don't let other people make you think a different way about yourself. The people who really care about you are the ones who actually support you through everything. And the people who don't really care about you and don't care what you do are basically the ones who want to make you do stuff they want to do that could potentially be dangerous. I, want, I also want to say that if you feel like you're pushing yourself too hard in school, then you, then you should at least talk to someone and, and explain that you feel as though you're working too hard, and if you ever feel as though you're pressured to do something, also um, try to talk to someone, and when you're in front of that person, try to say no if you think it's something that you don't want to do or something that might be poten- da- potentially dangerous. And I, And just enjoy being yourself and don't think that anyone in your life matters like my dad always says these people who you have in school now unless they're your good friends probably won't matter in your life later on very good thank you for your advice thank you for your time um did we want to give any shout outs today well i do want to give a shout out to my friend mariah who she was the one friend who I've known for about five years now she feel I feel as though she understands me and if you have other people who understand you try to talk with them more I'm pretty sure they'll be good help to you if I ever had any problems I would definitely go to Mariah because she I can trust her and she's one of my good friends awesome I also want to give a shout out to my both my parents who have helped me out whenever I needed them and I also want to um I also want to know about my mom's podcast called Insights in the Entertainment you can find it on YouTube and every other um media platform that you can find Insights into Teens my podcast and our and our whole podcast theme is insights into things please um look us up on youtube um and you can also go to our website with insights into things.com and daddy you can finish off with the other stuff i don't remember i think that's it that was that was worthy of like an academy award speech there thank you all right i think that'll do it for the podcast this week um thank you folks for joining us and we'll talk to you next week Bye. Bye.